Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I don't have a guest today. I'm going to work alone. And I thought I would do a show about human behavior according to the human design system, which teaches us so much about why we're all different. And what are the different traits we could have that you see, a lot of the problems we have is that we think others are supposed to be like us. <laughs> They're not. And rarely do people have similar designs. And usually if we're in relationship with someone, they have a very opposite design. <laughs> and that makes life interesting. It's, it's healthy because we only grow through complementary relationships. So... This is a time, holiday time, and a lot of parties, Christmas, Hanukkah, all kinds of stuff that we have to relate to others. And are we happy about them? <laughs> are they happy about us? How do we get along when we're so different from each other? So I thought what I would do for this show is to talk about the different, what we call gates of human design, which are really the hexagrams of the Chinese I Ching. And they've been interpreted, not just as the philosophy of life that the I Ching has, but when human design was created, the, the guy who received the information for it was given interpretations for every hexagram having to do with translating it into human behavior. So we're going to look at that and understand it that way. And I think it's important. I've done thousands of chart readings, and I know how each trait fits each personality, because it's not like when I do a chart reading, people argue with me about it. They generally go, Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, because what it is, it's a language about our personalities and behavior that are, are, are true, but it's a language about them that you might not have heard before. So that it's a way to know yourself with a clarity that makes life much easier to strategize and make choices. And, and how to feel about yourself. So, and it's generally good. <laughs> there are a lot of really nasty traits in human design. And I've been grateful that people who have those traits generally don't come to me. Uh, I've never done a chart reading with someone who has just a fully bad chart. And there are many people who have those. And you could probably figure out who they might be because there are people who you look at and go, uh-uh, you're not a good person. So, <laughs> well, and then it can, depends on what your opinions are, about good or bad. <laughs> but in general, um, human design has a lot of good traits. And the bad ones are, we all have one or two difficult ones that are challenges. And they keep us awake, teach us lessons, 
and we have shadows. We all, all of us have shadows. When I've done shows with the source cards, many times we've talked about the shadows of, of source cards, and and this has it as well. But I just want to really go into the different gates that you might have and what they might say about you. Also, there are three circuits in human design, three main circuits. One is collective, and if you have gates or traits that are in the collective circuitry, those are traits that you use for the benefit of all. Then if you have traits in the tribal circuitry, those are traits that you use tribally and think tribally. And the difference between collective and tribal is that the, a collective mind believes in um, in, in everybody, everybody, everything is good. Let's give everybody a chance. Well, let's, let's just say not everything is good, but everything has opportunity for, for the better. And so it's a win-win. Collective circuitry is win-win. Tribal circuitry is actually win-lose. Because if you're thinking tribally, you don't want the other tribes to win. So if people don't appear to be in your tribe, well, they don't have a chance. And then the third circuit, important circuit is individuality. And that's, I think, the most important of all because that gives more opportunity for unique uh, innovation, unique thinking, unique actions. So that's all cool to know that, to appreciate where you might be coming from. Because at this point in time, tribal thinking is very dominant on this plane. And we want to get back to more collective thinking and give room for the individuals to have a voice. So let's look at different gates. One of the collective gates is up in the uh, sixth chakra, which is the, the mind in this system, it's the mundane mind. And it's the fourth gate, and that's known um, as the gate of logic. And if you have that, you want everything to make sense. And I have it, and I seem to attract people who have it. <laughs> because you could always learn from people who don't make sense to you. You'd have to really memorize it because you wouldn't understand it. And people who teach it expect you to, to do that. And it's not, I don't think it's the right way to approach knowledge. It all has to make sense. So that's the fourth gate. So uh, let's look at the 33rd gate. 33rd, you know, and I, again, I mean the 33rd hexagram of the I Ching translated into human design which is the gate of privacy. And if you have that, you'll you know, be very careful about 
your own and others' privacies. And, and people have that. What's interesting is that they attract people who, uh, who, who want to tell you secrets. <laughs> so if you're the 33rd gate, you'll probably have people off, often offering you their secrets because they can trust you. So let's look at another gate. Um, this is the 22nd gate. And actually it derives from the solar plexus chakra. And that's the, uh, that's the home of feelings. And uh, it's the third chakra. And it, the 22nd gate is the gate of social openness. So you, if you have that, you have feelings to be open to others. And of course, there are other traits that are open too. But to have this, you are somebody who is open-minded to others. And then uh, let's come to the 27th gate. I'm jumping around. So it doesn't matter. Don't try to keep up with either, even the number or if you know human design to find it on the, you know, in the chakra. Because what I'm offering you are just different traits that we have that others might not have. And if you have them, then don't judge others who don't have them. And they'll likewise, you know, be judging you or not. So the 27th gate comes out of the second chakra. And, and, that, and the second chakra is, is a gate, is a uh, chakra of intimacy. Uh, it's a sex chakra. It's also the sacral chakra. It's, it's the motor of human design. Uh, well, there, there are four motors, but it's, it's one of the four, but it's the motor that if, it, if you have that, you think life works by stirring your pot all the time, running your motor. Other people might be wiser if they, if they don't have that uh, chakra in their system defined, because human design has either defined or undefined chakras, and if they're defined, you know yourself in those. If they're undefined, that's where you're always striving to know yourself better, and it never stops. So the 27th gate in the second chakra of intimacy is a chakra, is the gate of caring. And people who have that are might act more caring than others. So don't judge people about their caringness uh, because they might not have an active caring gate. Not that they can't care in other hurtful ways, but this is clearly a gate for caring. So we're wandering along here. We're getting to the 18th gate. Uh, the 18th gate is in the spleen chakra. And the spleen chakra is the home of fear for survival. It's your survival mechanism. And any of the traits in that spleen chakra, and there are many, have to do with fear and your survival. And it's a spontaneous chakra. In other words, anything in that chakra operates quickly, spontaneously, because your survival needs that. 
So all the traits that come from there are immediate traits when you respond with those traits. And the 18th is the gate of correct of, of correction, the, the, the gate of identifying what's wrong. And I have that gate. And I know many who do. And we're annoying. Because <laughs> we're always seeing problems, real ones. And, you know, we need to, because if we have the gate, we have no choice. The problems just stand out to us. And it's part of the collective circuitry, so that when you see a problem and you want to solve the problem, it's because you want to help the collective, not tribal. It's, it's to help everybody. But it can be just a leaky faucet that you see and nobody else sees. And you go, why isn't anybody else seeing this? It's because you have the 18th gate and it makes it obvious what the problem is. And then, you know, it, then it moves on to the 48th gate, which is connected pretty much to the 18th gate, which is called the well, which is going into the well to find the answers to the problem. So if you have the 18th and the 48th, not only are you somebody who sees the problem, but you're also seeking answers. If you don't have the 48, you might be someone who's just running around saying, the sky's falling, the sky's falling. You know, uh, be full of fear or what's out of place, what needs to be corrected. And what's interesting is that the 18th gate is connected through a channel to the first chakra. And that's the chakra of initiation, getting things going. And the 58th gate is the gate of vitality. People who have that gate seem to have a lot of energy, a lot of electricity. And where does it head? It heads the 18th gate of what's wrong. So I have all this energy to find what's wrong and then hopefully to solve it. But what's interesting is the channel of the 18 to 58 is not a channel of judgment. So people with that channel often are very judgmental. And for good reason, they see what needs to be judged. <laughs> but it can be annoying also. But not only to you, but to them. <laughs> you know, why do I always have to be judging things? So it's interesting how each of these gates has some struggle to them with, with the goodness of them as well. So let's look at the 41st gate, which is also in the first chakra, chakra of initiating. And the people who have the 48th gate are the people always seeking to want something. They're, they're good at wanting. They can identify easily what they want. At Christmas, they're the people who really want the presents. <laughs> and the ones they want, not just presents, but they know what they want. So and there are people who come to me and say, I don't know what I want. Not necessarily for Christmas, but in general, in life. 
and they don't have the 41st gate. So it's not easy to know what you want if you don't have the gate to know it. And then what's interesting is that goes in a channel to the uh, third chakra, the solar plexus chakra, we talked about earlier uh, with the 22nd gate of social openness. But this is the 30th gate of longing. So it's, it's attached to desire. So it's desire that actually reaches the longing state because it's part of the emotions. And so not only is it just the, the, the pressure to initiate, to want something, but when it hits the emotional chakra, it becomes longing. So many people have that. And it's good. It's good to long for things because then you make you, you make things happen. It's it's motivational. Also in, in the uh, emotional chakra, third chakra is the 49th gate, which is the gate of the need to know that you need to put food on the table. It's tribal, it's about provisions. And if you have that, I, it's called the marriage gate. Because <laughs> you always want to be married to somebody who's going to put food on the table. And uh, it's very important. So, and it's also known as the, as the gate of revolution because if you can't put food on the table, you got to go fight for it. And, and create revolution to make sure that there's food available. So that's a very strong, very strong uh, gate to have. And then um, the 39th gate comes out of the first chakra. That's the gate of provocation. I have that. So I can really provoke people. <laughs> it's pushing buttons. But there's a purpose for it because it aims, it's it's from the first chakra and it aims at the emotional chakra. And that's, you're pushing people's buttons to see what turns them on or off. You know, the nature of the beast. So those of, of us who have provocation uh, can do it in many ways. I mean, you could actually be um, provocative, um, sexually provocative, let's say. Same thing. It's all, it's just pushing buttons to see what people are made of, to see what kind of response you get, and you know how to deal with it. It's a smart way of going about being clear of who you're dealing with. Um, Okay, we're gonna we're wandering all over the place, but I main thing is I'm giving you specific traits that either you have or others have. And if you don't have them, you know, don't expect yourself to, to be that way. But not that you can't be. Because remember another thing is that every 30, every moon cycle, the moon goes around and connects to every single one of your gates. So at, at some point each month, you're gonna have one of any of these, all of them. And so you're, you're familiar with them. They just not be part of your natal chart, your birth chart. 
And so it's not commanding in your life to be that way. But here and there, it shows up. All right. So um, let's look at the 46th gate. I like that one a lot. That's in the heart chakra. And that has to, it, it, heart chakra is also, is all, has a lot of love gates in it, of course. And this is the gate, of, uh, it's a 46, it's the gate of love of body. And it doesn't mean that you have to think your body is great. You just enjoy it. You know, a lot of people you see at the beach whose bodies, you say, how can they be there wearing a bikini nonetheless? With that kind of body? And yet you ask them and they're perfect. And so then and you see some people with magnificent bodies who are shielding them. They don't want you to see that because they don't enjoy their bodies. They're critical of themselves. And it's they don't have the 46th gate. But I also call it respect for the instrument. So if you have the 46th gate, you're somebody who wants to take care of your body. And often that has to do with health and nutrition, fitness. You know, so, you know, if I go into a health store, I look around and go, oh, look at all these 46s here. <laughs> or I go to the beach, I say the same thing. Because these are people who love their bodies to take care of them. And and what's interesting is that heads down to the 29th gate, which is in the uh, second chakra, the intimacy chakra. And that's a gate of wanting to like others and be liked. And a lot of people have that. I don't. <laughs> Can't you tell? So, but my wife does. <laughs> thankfully for me and, and our, our marriage. So she always wants to like me, wants me to like her, and I'm grateful for this gate. And so if you have this, um, good for you. Uh, let's look at the 37th gate, which comes out of the uh, uh, solar plexus chakra. And that's the gate of the 37th gate of friendship. And it reaches to the 40th gate, which is in the ego, because the 40th gate is a gate of aloneness. It's people who take on responsibility. They have the ego strength to carry loads on their back and often feel alone doing that because they're willing to be so responsible. And and so the 40 is always reaching out for 37. And the 37 is looking to help a 40. So it's a channel of the 37 to the 40 that many people have. And those are people who are very responsible. They're, they're helpful. They're willing to carry on responsibly. And, and when you have that channel, actually, you really get annoyed at people who aren't responsible. <laughs> so the people who are, it's good to be in relationship with somebody else who has that channel. And you can both agree on what to be responsible about. It's really a good, uh, a good 
channel to have. Let's look at the um, 42nd gate, which is in the, um, it's in the bottom of the second chakra of, of um, well, it's intimacy, but it's also the energy because it's the sacral chakra. So it's, it's, it's a gate of in being interested in completing things. Like there's also the 53rd gate that's in the first chakra, which is wanting to begin things. But you might have that interest in beginning things and you don't have the 42nd of completing things. So you're someone who actually likes to start things and doesn't always get them done. So the idea is to find somebody who has a 42nd gate and give them what you're working on and say, I can't complete this. And then they'll go, oh, yeah, I, I've been looking for something to complete. I'm good at completing, but I'm not good at starting things. So thank you for helping me. So it's it's really an opportunity <laughs> uh, with each other. So I'm really enjoying talking with you about all this. If you have the 50th gate in the spleen chakra, which is home of fear for survival, it's principles. And people who have that feel like if you're not principled, if you don't have integrity, we're all going to die. So when you meet people like that, you know they have the 50th gate. And it's too bad we all don't have that gate. But we don't. So... <laughs> Um, we're running near the end of time. I'll squeeze in the 13th gate, which is in the, um, actually it's in the heart chakra and it's the gate of being a good listener. It figures, you know, a good heartful person is also a good listener. So you might have it and other people don't. How many times do you feel that people just aren't listening? They're just not plugged into that. So, all right, so we're getting near the end now, and I, I'm really happy to give you all these traits. I, you know, I, I'm just riffing here, and hopefully the, the riffs have struck a note in some of you of what you have, what you don't have, and what others might have, and others might be expecting you to have. Because remember, people always expect you to be like them. <laughs> to think like them, to have their values and truths. And when you don't, they get disappointed. But you're not all designed the same. So I'm very excited um, to point out our differences. <laughs> and there are many more. I've only looked at about le probably less than a third of them with you today. There are 64 altogether. But I thought these were most colorful for this time of year, helpful. So maybe you've taken some notes and uh, or you can actually review this and uh, learn more about yourself and others this way. You can always get your own chart done. You can email me, peter at heartriver.org and I can send you a free chart that you can look at. Um, and you might see these gates in it. So enjoy and have a great holiday. 
And I really look forward to talking with you again. So this has been Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at prn.live. And I can be reached again at peter at heartriver.org. I'd love to hear from you and thanks so much for listening.